the competition is super fierce right now. The, the competition is just, it's going to continue to get more fierce because the market sophistication of people is crazy when it comes to fitness. People are super skeptical. They want to get every single thing they want. And I think a lot of times in the fitness industry, everybody puts their blinders on and only joins groups of people that are other fitness business owners leading them. And they don't really think about what's going on outside of this world. Like how does my business fit into the overall market and to the overall decisions that my clients are making? And this is where your content being worthy of repurposing comes in. Is your client actually resonating with your your stuff? Or are you just posting behind the scene workout videos? Are you just posting client celebrations? Like you've got to make sure that you are actually growing your business in a way that is going to speak to the needs of your potential member. It's so important. Hi, my name is Jess and I am your host here on the Social Strategy Slayer Show, where we talk all things social media for entrepreneurs. Specifically though, how to build your influence and consistently land your ideal clients through the content you're putting out there without you needing to sacrifice your authenticity, your time, or without you needing to run a bunch of expensive ad campaigns. Let's dive in. Today is a super exciting day. Today is the 50th episode of Social Strategy Slayer. I could not be more grateful to be putting this podcast together for you. It feels so expansive. It feels so exciting. And it's been almost a full year of putting out episodes every single week for you. And today I'm going to share with you how we are able to be so consistent with this podcast and with our social media content. Just giving you three quick tips. This episode is going to be very conversational. So if you are into it, get yourself a cup of tea or pour yourself a glass of wine or your favorite coffee. But we are about to dive in and I'm going to give you some tips while also being very honest and real and conversational with you about what it takes. But first and foremost, I just wanted to say thank you so much for listening to Social Strategy Slayer because it brings me so much joy when I get messages from you guys that a certain episode maybe landed with you really well or supported you in shifting your mindset or helped you get a new client or customer or member. It brings me so much joy to be able to serve you and help you grow your business using social media. Everyone who listens, everyone who sends me messages, everyone who takes a screenshot of them listening and puts it in their Instagram story and tags us or tags us on Facebook with the screenshot of them listening, it really means a lot. It It's my joy to make content for you and to share with you all the different ways that you can make content more efficiently for your business. So I just wanted to say thank you so, so much. So one of the ways that we have been able to make content every week, I'm just going to go over these three points and there's other sub points within this. So you can take notes if you want, or you can just digest this podcast, however it feels best for you. But one of the ways that we've been able to so simply create episodes for this podcast is having a consistent social media calendar. So what, what do I mean by that? I mean that a lot of times when you listen to this podcast, it's not 
how I'm making the podcast now. It's not me sitting down and making a new podcast episode. It's me filtering through the CPC content and I'll go over what a CPC piece of content is. What does that mean in a little bit? But it's me repurposing my content that is the best content that I have to the podcast and cleaning it up, making it more streamlined. Because a lot of times you guys listening to this podcast, you're not always watching every single live video and live replay that I do. You're looking for other ways to consume the content that I have in a way that works for you. A lot of people listen to this podcast while they're on an airplane or driving their kids to carpool, or maybe you might be cleaning your house right now, or you might be doing your makeup, or you might be working out. We have a client who listens to our podcast every week while he golfs. He goes to the range and he listens to podcasts. So, hey, Bobby, what's up? (laughs) Um, Little shout out to him. So I just wanted to say that that is a huge way that we are able to maximize the way that you can get the most out of what we're already doing and for us to get the most out of what we are already doing. So we do this in a couple different ways, but the main way that we are able to create content for this podcast consistently is by creating content consistently. It doesn't have to be this whole extra thing unless you're looking to use a podcast or use your social media to become like the number one influencer and you want to hire a videographer and all this crazy stuff. Like, yes, then maybe it's going to be a lot of extra work. But really, at the end of the day, you need to be creating content centered around your ideal member, not centered around a specific platform. I'm not saying you should ignore the things that particular platforms like or be cognizant of that. Of course, I believe that. But you don't want to be so committed to doing Instagram reels that you're missing out on your actual messaging and you're missing out on actually landing what you need to land. So the first thing that you've got to do if you want to be consistent with your content, no matter what platform it is, is create a consistent content strategy that is going to help you attract your right members. It's not just you throwing spaghetti at the wall and hoping that it sticks, right? We have a client who just joined Social Strategy Accelerator, our six-month accelerator program where we teach you how to use Instagram and Facebook to attract in more members to your business without needing to spend money on ads. And in that program, it's six months long and we just closed the doors. We just closed the doors on Sunday, um, last Sunday, if you're listening to this now. And if you are interested in that program, you can always DM me to get on the wait list. The wait list is actually awesome. We send you exclusive content. We send you lots of things to help you between now and when we open the doors up again, which those doors aren't opening till next year. But back to the client who just enrolled, she was telling us how she posts almost every single day, but her clients don't even like her posts. Her current clients feel like her posts are too loud. She feels like her clients don't really understand what she's trying to say. And she knows that even though she's consistent, she's not strategic and she's not calling people forward in the way that she needs to. And I think a lot of times we can get down on ourselves about that. But the truth is that you don't know that, like you don't know how to do that yet. You're a fitness business owner or you're a coach of some sort and you are actually trying to figure out how to do that. You're not, this isn't what you do for a living. So it's something that is not always going to be something that's easy for you. And this is where actually getting the support that you need is going to be a huge key factor in this, right? So that's the first thing you need to think about. Okay. The second thing you need to think about is what is 
your ideal client thinking right now? Like, how can you actually make content that you can repurpose all over the place? Because the second point is that I want to go over with you right now is, is your content even worthy of being repurposed? So that's something you really need to ask yourself. Is your content worthy of being repurposed yet? Usually when people come to us, the answer is no. And for me, even for a long time, the answer was no. I wanted to make this podcast two years before we actually made it. Like from the moment I started my business, I wanted a podcast. I think that's something a lot of people want or you want to write a book. There's things that we want to do, but at a certain point when you're still developing your message or growing your audience or doing whatever you're doing, it doesn't make sense to do it. It's a lot of extra work if you don't have systems in place to support you. And if you don't have content, that's even worth repurposing. Like if you're going to write a book, like in one of the communities that I serve, everybody writes books, everybody's writing books. And while that's great, they don't have an audience to sell the book to. So if your intention with your book is to actually sell books or to actually have people read your book, you got to grow your audience. You've got to focus on building the audience with the right people. I'm not saying you need a million people buying your book, right? But wouldn't it be better to have a hundred people buy your book or a thousand people buy your book than like 10 people buy your book, right? Like, and and I get really frustrated sometimes seeing people spend all of this money and time and energy into certain things when they're not even spending time on their content. They're not spending time attracting in new business, right? I've talked about this before, but I see people spending, you know, thousands and thousands of dollars on new equipment that they don't need for their studio. When in reality, they need to be spending time and money investing in getting coaching and support on how to actually get more people in the door, how to speak to their client. Because also you want to be able to sell your business one day or pass it down or whatever. And you need to have a message that's strong that differentiates you. Because the reality is a lot of people are looking at fitness differently. The competition is super fierce right now. The the competition is just, it's going to continue to get more fierce because the market sophistication of people is crazy when it comes to fitness. People are super skeptical. They want to get every single thing they want. And I think a lot of times in the fitness industry, everybody puts their blinders on and only joins groups of people that are other fitness business owners leading them. And they don't really think about what's going on outside of this world. Like how does my business fit into the overall market and to the overall decisions that my clients are making? And this is where your content being worthy of repurposing comes in. Is your client actually resonating with your your stuff? Or are you just posting behind the scene workout videos? Are you just posting client celebrations? Like you've got to make sure that you are actually growing your business in a way that is going to speak to the needs of your potential member. It's so important. It's so, so important. And a lot of times I see people repurposing content from a year ago and they don't even recontextualize it. It's like you just take that same video or, or photo with the same caption, or maybe it's the same caption, new photo, and you're just reposting it exactly how it is. You're not even updating it because the world right now is very different than it was six months ago or a year ago. So repurposing content, there's an art to it, right? It's really simple once you figure it out, but it's also something that you need to make sure works for you. You've got to make sure it's actually going to be working for your client, you know? So it's really, really important that you're doing that, that you're really looking at that and thinking about that. And you're not just throwing spaghetti at the wall, like I said before, and hoping that it sticks. So is your content work worthy of repurposing? Are you creating content that is actually 
supportive and shifting the mindsets of your ideal member that you can actually repurpose. So important. This is so, 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 so important. Um, I want you to get really real with yourself here. And the third and final thing is systems. So I talked about CPC earlier, and I just want to introduce that concept to you. It's something that I've worked really, really hard to develop. It's very simple. It's something that we teach our clients in SSA, in Social Strategy Accelerator. And it's something that I use myself. I'm using it right now as we speak. I'm reading off of a CPC worksheet that I've created to help guide me in creating simple, effective content. And then also it takes the actual repurposing and actual distribution of this episode, meaning distribution not only to the show notes that becomes that you see wherever you're listening to this episode on Spotify or Apple or wherever, but also distribution to my email list. If you're on my VIP email list or if you're on our wait list for our program, if you are on our social media platforms, if you're following us on Instagram and Facebook, it's important to me that you see that we have this podcast going out. And because I I've done the work of creating my CPC worksheet and actually using it every single week. The distribution of this episode has been really simple for our team. My team knows exactly what to do, what copy to use, how to pull it, how to use different things, how to edit this podcast, and then also how to repurpose it one day. How do we pull out different pieces of this episode and make individual either copy for our posts on social or take out audiograms or whatever that might be? Because it's it's not easy to do that, but it can be simple. It can be very, very simple. And that's where I'm talking about having a strategy and having the right systems and worksheets and things in place and having the right team of experts in place. When I decided I was going to do this podcast, I talked to my friend, Luis Diaz, who owns a company called Top 10 Podcasts. It used to be called, um, his business used to be called Podcast Domination. I also interviewed him on episode 25 of the Social Strategy Slayer Show, if you want to listen to it where we talk about using podcasting to attract clients. And I went to him three years ago when I wanted to start this show. And he said, you're not ready. He was like, you got to focus on XYZ and XYZ and XYZ. And I was like, I didn't want to hear that. But I was like, okay, you're right. You're right. You know, so that is something that you have to really think about and really be real with yourself. Like everybody wants a podcast. Everybody wants a book. Is this the right time? When it was the right time for me, I went to Lewis and I hired him. I went to one of his weekend long workshops where I created this podcast in a weekend. I had a different name for the show and I found out somebody else had that same name that I wanted to use for their show. They just weren't publishing regularly, but I didn't want a show that had somebody else of the same name. So I was back to the drawing board and I was upset about it. But because I was at a workshop and because I had a coach who was an expert at this, I was able to, within an hour, have a new name for this show figured out. I was able to have a vision for what I wanted the artwork to be for the show. I was able to have the actual intro outro for this show done and edited and created. I was able to do a lot. I was able to do the trailer for this podcast. There was so much I was able to get done in a single weekend because I worked with somebody who was an expert. And then I continue to ask for his support. I continue to ask him for his support and ask him for his feedback on what I'm doing because he is an expert. And sometimes that means I got to hire him for an extra day. Sometimes that means that, you know, I have to maybe jump into 
into his program or another workshop he's doing. Like I continue to invest in the success of this podcast because it's really important to me. And I know that my clients listen to it. And I also know that it also has a direct impact on my bottom line. It's, I also know it's a long game strategy. And I also know that I can use that my social content over here and vice versa. So it's an investment in my audience and in the future of my business. And I just want you to think about that. It's so, so, so important for you to think about the fact that when you are spending your time and money on your content, whether it be email, podcasts, or social media, Instagram, and Facebook, it's an investment of time and money into your future business. It's so important for you to think about it like that and to commit to it. So in my team, when I am done with this podcast, I will send it over to my team. I'll send this audio over in Dropbox. I will send the CPC over in Slack and my team will know what to do with it. My team member, Katie, who is absolutely amazing, is armed to make great decisions on editing this episode and then sending it over to our podcast producer. He knows what we like. He will be editing this episode, sending it back to Katie, and Katie will be able to distribute this episode on all platforms and give me a resource, whether it be a video link, but for this episode specifically, because it's not a video, it will most likely be a Twitter card over on on Canva or something along those lines, and then you will see me promoting the episode. And that's all a system that we have. And that system for podcast creation integrates seamlessly with our, our social media systems that we have in place that we also teach our clients how to do. So my point is that when you actually have content that is worthy of repurposing because you have a content strategy that speaks to the needs of your ideal member, then what you can do is you can make the most of what you're already doing and add in other avenues of consistency and not fall through the cracks. Because I got to be honest with you guys, I have ADHD. I just got diagnosed recently. That's kind of a personal thing. Please do not go in my DMs and tell me all your opinions about it. That is so not supportive for people when you say, I think that it's fake or I have ADD tendencies or whatever. Like just, you know, I'm sharing this with you, not because I need your feedback on it because it's relevant to what I'm about to say. You and your business are going to have things that you actually realize do and don't work for you. But you don't you don't need to just give up because something isn't working for you. You need to find systems that you can build around your brain. I know for me, I don't want to write an email every single week to promote this podcast. I don't want to create every single thing from scratch. I want to be inspired, create from my heart, create from data, create for my clients. And then from there, I want to actually be able to distribute this in a way that's simple, in a way that also removes me as the bottleneck so that my team is empowered to make decisions, so that my audience is empowered with information and so that I am empowered to know that we have systems in place that are going to be supportive. Am I perfect? No. Am I still a work in progress? Yes. You're always going to be a work in progress. Are there things I want to improve about my systems right now? A hundred percent. But I have systems in place. I have systems to improve. I have clients that are signing up as a direct relation and correlation to the content that we are putting out there. And that is something that means a lot to me. There's always a next cut. There's always a next level. I will never stop investing in coaching and in support for myself to grow my business 
and to support myself and to support my team and to support my clients. I will never stop investing in that. I think it's one of the most important things. You've got to have a really strong coach. You've got to be in a really strong community. If you don't have a strong coach, you got to find a strong coach. Doesn't mean that they, you know, gaslight you means that they can actually lead you with systems and frameworks and they can help you up level and up level and that they have their finger on the pulse on what is going on in the market. So important. How are they evolving? You know, is it just glitz and glam and, you know, flashy stuff or is it actually like translating into tangible things, right? Super important. So the bottom line is this, the bottom line is you have got to be focusing on your content and you need to have the right systems and support and messaging. My team is fabulous. I have a small team. I don't have a ton of coaches. I have the right coaches. I don't have a ton of team. I have the right team. And to me, it's extremely, extremely important to have and grow the right team, to have and grow the right audience and to be able to make the most out of the content that I'm using and to be able to continually upgrade my content to be able to bring it to you consistently every single week. So I'm sure when you saw the title of this podcast, you probably thought I was going to give you all of these steps. Yes, you have to schedule time on your calendar. Yes, there's time blocking techniques. Yes, there's all of those things. And systems and mindsets are really important and actual supports and support and frameworks is just as important as time blocking. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. Before you go, I would love it. It would mean so much to me if you could leave us a review. I know that you are probably like, oh my gosh, every podcast host says this. And let me tell you why it's really important. It's important for us to reach more people. It helps our podcast get seen more by the right people, by people like you. And it also helps us to know what's working and what's not working. One of the things I love to do is to go and DM my favorite podcast hosts and let them know what landed for me and let them know what content I have questions about or what I'd like to see more of in their shows. So please do that with us. And the other really important thing to do is to screenshot this and share it in your Instagram stories and tag me so that other people can see number one, that you are working on yourself. It's so important that your clients and members see, oh my gosh, my, my, fitness instructor, my business owner, local business owner is working on themselves and their business. They're investing into themselves. They want to grow. People love to see that. And then also the other amazing thing that it does is it helps us grow our show with people like you, which is really important. And it's one of the most easy ways you can help our small business and help us reach more people like you and also help more fitness business owners change their lives through our work. So I appreciate you so much. Again, And I am so grateful to you for being a listener and I cannot wait to see you next week. Thank you so much for joining me today on the Social Strategy Slayer. Before you go, before you go, I have something really awesome for you. I have a PDF download on all of the things you need to know about creating an Instagram bio that actually converts I know that I personally love a visual. I love to download something and actually be able to see what are my action steps? How do I take that next step? Because a huge way that people lose money or lose the game on Instagram is by not having their bio ducks in a row. They don't know how to convert their their profile photos off. They're 
username is off. Their name is not optimized for SEO. They don't have their bio constructed. They don't know where to put certain things like personal values. They don't know where to put things like what their call to action is. They're all messed up on Linktree. They don't know these things. And you need to have your bio in order for you to be able to convert on Instagram. You do. It's the number one thing I tell people when I'm on my audits with them. I go through their bio and I basically tear it to shreds. And it's all out of love and it's something you can rinse and repeat. You can use this download anytime you want, but click down to the show notes and click over and download this PDF because it is going to help you keep it in your resource file. Make sure you take action on it today because this is something that up until now I've only taught in my courses, my programs, my VIP days. And still, I, I, I do tell people how to do this for their personal brand on those sessions, but you now have a PDF downloadable guide that cuts right to the chase. How do I create an Instagram bio that converts? I got you. Head to the show notes and take action on it today. Save it in your files. Make sure that you save it. You rinse and repeat it. You can use it anytime you want. So I hope you head down to the show notes. You click that and you download your guide to creating an Instagram bio that converts. It'll take you maybe 15 minutes to update. It will take you no time at all. And it'll help you actually create leads from your Instagram. All right. Thank you so much for joining me. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with someone that you love, someone that you know really could use it. And don't forget to download that guide. All right. Sending you all my love and I'll see you next week.